Well, it's almost game time, so I want to make this one quick. What up, guys, and welcome back to Smoke Break Sports. Ooh, breathe it all in, for this is the last action-packed, full-on football weekend. We get the divisional round, and of course we get to start it off with my favorite team, the Indianapolis Colts. Out in snowy Kansas City, taking on the potential MVP that is Pat Mahomes. Whew. 0 and 6 in the postseason since 1993. That's the Chiefs' record, for those of you who don't know it. I'm sure most of us do at this point. Joe Montana was the quarterback. I'm sure that team doesn't care much about this. And honestly, for these this game, for this show's purpose, I don't really care much about it anyway. I just had to say it so I could prove to you that I know it. Andy Reid's last game in the playoff against the Colts didn't go too well for him. One of the all-time historical comebacks for the Colts. But that also doesn't really apply much I mean, they can look at some old Andrew Luck tape, I guess. See what that's rolling for him. But this is a whole different beast. Two whole and different teams. So, what are we going to be looking at? Out here in this windy snow. Who's going to take this game down? I, at first I hated that the Colts game was first. But in a way, I love it now. Let's just get this out of the way. I can sit back either mourn uh, a lost season while watching a night game tonight get over it by watching two more games tomorrow or I get it you know we're moving on so let's just rip off that band-aid and (sighs) make a prediction try not to be too big of a homer y'all ready for this All right, we'll look at the Chiefs first. Patty Mahomes. Boom. You already know about that. I've said it before, but I don't believe I've said it on this show. I am still out. My personal jury is still out on Pat Mahomes as far as being a bona fide superstar until like about week eight or nine of next season. Y'all might remember, well, Robert Griffin got hurt, so I, it's hard. It's on a... It sucks to make the the comparison, but you guys remember guys like Robert Griffin, my personal favorite, Rick Meyer, rookie of the year quarterback, fell off a cliff, metaphorically. I I won't give you a whole long laundry list. We can look it up. We can look at famous one and dones later if you want. Let me know on the Twitter or something if, if that's something that you want. At my boy Kev at Smoke Break Sports. Anyway, Pat's status, Pat's status in the Hall of Fame, notwithstanding, 
What do we think about this game? We also got Tyreek Hill out there, Travis Kelsey. They're missing Kareem Hunt and Spencer Ware. So down to their third string running back. But he does have a couple hundred rushing yards and over, uh, what was it, like a 113 receiving yards in the games. Combined, of course, in the games that he has started. So... He's proven that he's clearly serviceable. The snow will likely be a factor, but that should play in the Chiefs' hands because this is their home stadium. They're used to this weather. The defense, however, is really, really bad. I don't know if you guys have heard this yet. It's all just about anyone will talk about, which is something that frightens me. I don't know about you guys, but as a fan, I hate when sports mainstream is hyping up my team because I feel personally that you can only go down from there it's you're, you're getting the hype train the best thing you can do is fulfill that hype and that feels okay but you've already been riding high thinking this thing's gonna happen you get all excited you know you get that little surge but I don't know it's just the it, then you get let down all because you let a whole bunch of of other people hype you up about something. Now you're, I don't know. Let's hype train aside. Let's get back to Kansas City. What they do well and what they don't do well. Defensively, not great. And Andrew Luck has come on. Last 11 games, 10 and 1, 25 touchdowns to 8 interceptions. Balling. All right, T.Y. Hilton's doing work out there. Marlon Mack, though, has been the real, real change. And we're not to the Colts segment yet, so I should probably rear back a little bit. But I say all this to say that's a good offense playing a bad defense in the snow. Now, when we talk about weather, I don't have the numbers, the stats to back this up, but this is a theory that I'm working with. I think rain... And really heavily windy games, of course, are those games that we all expect when we think of any bad weather game. Uh, lots of running, not a lot of scoring. Ball barely moved, just kind of punting back and forth between the 35s. But there have been historically some games in the snow where, again, you're not, maybe you might not, nobody's going to set up a, a passing record out here today, but there have been high scoring games in the playoffs in the past in the snow. Tom Brady's played in some of them. So, I think Andrew Luck's tough enough. I don't know about the rest of the dudes. I don't know. I think this is a team that can score some points out in the snow, and I think the defense is always at its mercy, and that the offense, in a snowy game like this, where, where it's just sort of just a constant downfall. But as you look at the stadium now, it's not covered. Of course, there will be some people slipping, but... I think that advantage always goes to the receiver. Look at what happened in the national championship game when that unfortunate corner for the Tide hurt his ankle. You know, it's it's the offense is at an advantage if a defender slips. Now, granted, if the receiver slips, that helps out the defense, but that only takes out one option. Whereas if a defender slips, now you got somebody that's wide open. At least one. And it can throw the whole defense off. So I think the offenses on both sides are primed to actually score a lot of points in this game. That's what I, I did all that dancing around verbally to tell you that. That was the point. Uh, so I, the Chiefs are at, in a situation where they have to outscore the Colts. 
Um, I expect both teams to have to score in the 30s to win this game because the same thing goes. Everything I just said, that works both ways. I mean, the Colts have statistically looked like a great defense, but we they haven't played... They haven't played the greatest offenses throughout that that stretch, and I think they will easily be exposed at least once or twice by the combination of Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. I mean, how I, how did they not at least get one or two big plays? I mean, you have to worry about the special teams game as well. We just the snow isn't going to shut either of these offenses down completely, and I I don't believe either defense will. But all right, I've said enough about the Chiefs. Let's talk about the Colts officially now. All right. Colts time. So obviously, you guys probably know about my boys by now. Because everybody won't stop freaking talking about it. So yeah, the Colts have made some good draft picks over the last couple of years. The main one being Quentin Nelson, who everyone is putting in the Hall of Fame right away, which I also just love. Don't you just love when people take things and just give them really ridiculous expectations right away based off a little bit of success? I just love it. It doesn't frustrate me at all. But he is first team all pro. He's going to be a pro bowler. And speaking of pro bowlers you know who's not going to be a pro bowler a certain middle linebacker for my Indianapolis Colts they're not mine I root for him all right I'm gonna I'll pull back a little Leonard he was not named a pro bowler and he's played with his I was gonna say he's played with his mind out he's played outside of his mind 13 tackles last game um the Colts have a great tight end attack with Ebron Always, of course, T.Y. Hilton. Marlon Mack, though, has been the real game changer. Since he's come back, he's been a different guy. And also, with him being out, Naheem Hines got some valuable playing time and has become a a bit of a factor. He's a a good playmaker, catching passes out of the backfield as well. Uh, he's, He's solid coming off the bench for Marlon Mack, but I, I spent enough of the Chiefs' time stepping in with Colts information. So I will say that there are still some playmakers on that Chiefs defense. Um, if if Eric Berry is back to 100%, makes plays, um, Houston, they, they've got... They, they could... If they can force some turnovers, that could be enough because momentum is key in the NFL playoffs. And they have already the home team... They make one of those kind of plays early and give themselves a two-score lead. They could do. They could do what they need to do. Take care of this. And while my heart tells me to go with my Colts and to go with the incredibly efficient Andrew Luck, who I believe will be the comeback player of the year. Feel strongly on that. But of course, I'm being a fanboy shill right now, so it doesn't really matter. Do I go with my heart or do I go with the fact that the majority of the time the home team wins these games? The majority of the time dome teams don't play 
very well in the snow. Or the fact that there were three underdog wins last week, so there isn't likely to be that sort of success again. Or I go with the fact that our defense is going to be playing against the MVP, Tyreek the Freak, Travis Kelsey. Who? My heart tells me Colts. And I'm going to take the Colts to beat the spread. Who? The spread, uh, which is five now. It was five and a half most of the week. It was five. But officially, guys, I'm going with the Chiefs here to win it. Again, if you're putting some money down, I would suggest the Colts. I think they can keep this one within five. I think this is going to be one of those whoever has the ball last wins situations. But I'm going with the Chiefs. All right, this game's about to start, so I'm out of here. We're shutting it down. Hit me up on Twitter at MyBoyKev. I already did that. Okay, never mind. I'll see you for the Rams-Cowboys game. Okay, never mind then. A few last-minute additions. Sometimes it's good to wait to the last minute, guys. Notable inactives for the Chiefs. Let's do actives and inactives. Of course, Spencer Ware, which we knew about. Eric Berry is inactive, which I did not think... I didn't know about. I thought he was going to be playing. Sammy Watkins is active. Also, a couple of fun facts I wanted to throw out there. Uh, Chris Jones, 11 straight games with a sack. Remember, see, we said there's some pass rushers out there that could force a turnover. I forgot to mention Chris, and I felt bad about it. But, oh, this really makes me want to change my pick. Whew. I mean, no, Eric Berry, come on. Yep. Ugh. Nope, going to stay on my ground and just get the heck out of here. Also, I note, told you guys this before. When in doubt, just bet against your favorite team and don't bet a lot of money. See? Then either way you win. Here we are. Last quick fun facts. 89 touchdowns between the two quarterbacks. That's dope. We have the first and third leading NFL receivers as far as touchdowns with Tyreek and T.Y., so yeah, I'm telling you, I don't know actually what the over-under is, but if it's around 59-60, I'd be taking that over, baby. Most touchdown catches amongst tight ends, Ebron with 13, Kelsey with 10. There's going to be offense galore and likely a Chiefs victory. All right, I'm out of here.